0: It's got good okay? This all on you This on your cow Welcome
1: foolish mortals It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight The reference here is very obscure
0: Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast.
1: It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated.
0: And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever every year to podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com.
1: And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. So I don't know that being at opening day Disneyland would have been as grand as everybody. Might imagine it to be
0: 1955 opening day. 1955 opening day. Why? Yeah, I would. I would be there. Would you? Sure. Why? Be- uh, be I, my. I wanted my high heels to get stuck in the concrete. That's why. <laughs> That's totally why. And they would. You they know, totally they totally would. would. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Uh, mostly
1: just I. I think about um the weird like it's it's not the Disneyland that we know now. It's not even the Disneyland from the 80s. It's a very different Disneyland than what it would have been. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, A fraction of it. uh, Just. uh, Yeah. And there are weird, weird attractions, honestly, mostly, let's be honest, in Tomorrowland, because Tomorrowland uh, is an expensive thing to do. Yeah. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of new ideas and it takes a lot of money. To get those ideas to look right. And those were all three things. That Disney did not have. When they were opening initially. Yeah they had to get rid of that park. That part of that land. That you want to get rid of Tomorrowland altogether?
0: Something. Something's got to be done with that poor place. Oh.
1: Alright. Well that's not what this podcast was about. But no. sure. Okay. <laughs> this just didn't. Steve's decided that Tomorrowland needs to be del- eliminated. Uh No. We were uh you know scrolling through Disney stuff as we do, yeah, and we came across a mention of something that I honestly had not heard of before,
0: ah uh, yes,
1: and i was I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to do some research into that because I've literally never heard of that, and that's really that's very strange for me, right, uh, yeah, we thought we knew everything, uh and I usually do. I'm usually the smartest person ever <laughs> uh but this this specific uh attraction is called the Kaiser Aluminum Hall of Fame. I cannot believe we're
0: talking about this. Finally, after all these years. (laughs)
1: After all these years, since 1955, (laughs) we've been waiting. (laughs) Uh, And just the name
0: of it makes you go, well, wait, what? Right. Why? Why that, you know? So to be clear, on opening day in Tomorrowland, they had a hall of aluminum. A- aluminum Hall of Fame. Oh,
1: I see. For the most famous aluminum, oh, for the most famous aluminum, <laughs> which I, I didn't know was a a qualification that any aluminum had.
0: But you know. no, but if they still had this at Epcot, you know, I would drag you to it. You know, I would totally. You would go to the 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 Kaiser Aluminum Hall of Fame if it was a five minute walk through in the middle of Epcot, and they, you know, had a Coke at the end of it. I would do it. Yes, of course. <laughs> I'd even pay for the Coke, but you know what I'm saying?
1: Of course we would, because right. you know, they're so well priced at Disney. Yeah. Uh no, I think the the Hall the aluminum hall of fame, as it were, uh kind of falls into that category of original Disney things that happened because they needed sponsors and money.
0: Right. It's yeah.
1: it's not something that I think people would be like, ooh, you know it would be fun. Uh-huh. Let's let's put in an aluminum museum. You know, it's just it doesn't sound like something that people would just naturally
0: gravitate. Yeah, it was a total filler, right? They just put it in there because they were running out of time and money and needed to put something else in the place. Yeah, so they came up basically. with it fairly quickly. Yeah, what type of things do you think they had at the Hall of Fame?
1: Well, I don't even have to think because I did research. Ah, what are the odds? Gosh. Um. What I think is funny is that Kaiser Aluminum, the people who obviously. Um I funded this particular attract. I am pretty sure they're my health insurance provider. Are, yeah, I, are yeah, they
0: not? For sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> their, their, their insurance plan is wrap you in aluminum. <laughs> You'll keep better than that. Pretty way. close. It's well pretty close to that. That. Uh no, Kaiser Aluminum uh was founded in nineteen forty six. So not too far before Disneyland, and they're still open. Wow. They're still a thing. Which That's good to hear. I was obviously yeah. putting their, their aluminum hall of fame in Disneyland worked out relatively really well, well for them.
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: They are now a successful aluminum company because they, they had the aluminum hall of fame. Uh for reference, uh this particular attraction was located where Star Tours in Disneyland is now located. Uh, okay. so like right in off to the right hand side. Yeah in, in Tomorrowland uh and it was their opening day uh 1955 and was there for five years
0: so it's not
1: it's not a bad run for it it did all right i guess yeah Yeah. um but you're right it was a walkthrough attraction okay which you know makes sense it's a hall of fame you're supposed to like stop and look reverently at i don't know oil paintings of people wrapped in aluminum foil yeah i'm not really sure um (laughs) but they they had all sorts of interesting things, and I would just like to to take a moment to try to imagine because there isn't there isn't evident like photo evidence of everything that was in there okay, so like the first thing that, that they talked about was a Kaiser aluminum pig ah. i I believe it was probably some sort of mascot uh
0: thing okay so just a sculpture of sorts
1: i think so maybe out of obviously out of aluminum but the pictures that i've been able to pull up were are very poorly rendered they don't look great because you know poor pig 1955 yeah you know uh probably in black and white (laughs) everything was in black and white in
0: 1955
1: (laughs) Uh, and so from what i can tell it's a it's a pig who stands on his hind legs and he has like a, like a hat on like a brimmed hat. That's pretty much all I can really gather from the image. It's fun. And I tried to love a good pig, right? I tried to look for it everywhere else to see if maybe it was a mascot that they had, or, you know, maybe it was part of their promotional stuff in general.
0: Yeah, I bet it was. Uh,
1: it was not from what I can find out because there is no other imagery of it.
0: It was the one so, and only aluminum pig. It
1: was, you know, he was in the Hall of Fame for being their only aluminum pig, apparently.
0: Yeah, because outside of aluminum foil and aluminum cans, that's about all I can think of.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, they, have, they make building materials and things like that. Right? Oh, that's true. They do that. Yeah. Um, then they had a 40-foot aluminum telescope. Oh, that's fun. I'm not sure what it was pointed at, or <laughs> if it was functional, but there was a 40-foot aluminum telescope. Okay. Uh, good for, I don't know, spotting faraway deposits of aluminum. Yeah. Um, then they had this weird uh, thing called the Time Sphere, which sounds very cool. The, the title Time Sphere makes it sound very fancy, uh, but really... Uh, it was a giant ball of aluminum, shocking. And then they would project images onto it. Oh wow! Of uh, knights and firemen and space people. So smooth aluminum, then I'm guessing. Well, yeah. Not like an aluminum ball. Like Interesting. A sprinkled-up aluminum ball. Today. That's what I was envisioning. No, huge no, yeah.
0: ball of aluminum foil.
1: No, <laughs> no, it's like a polished aluminum that they would project (laughs) things on and i think the idea was to say that aluminum has been used by people for a long time okay i'm not sure that did knights make their armor out of aluminum would
0: not seem like it would be the best material
1: like it it, yeah i was like maybe it's just because it's shiny and silver people don't know the difference
0: maybe yeah
1: um and i don't know if um firemen or or
0: People in the space program. Fire use protection? I really don't. I'd have no idea. Yeah. It would be I would see Maybe we should have gone to this thing <laughs> and we would have <laughs> this known. Is totally the, the case. <laughs> I would hope that they would explain all of this while going through the um, while going through the attraction. Yeah. And this is why it would be one of the my favorite things to do there. Right? Yeah. Be because the, it's educational? Totally. Yeah, why not get that for five or six minutes while you're there?
1: Well, and you're right. In in a place like Epcot where the general vibe is we're teaching you things it would make sense to have something about aluminum there um even if it was like i don't know around the giant it looks like a crumpled ball of aluminum at the front of the park anyway you know like yeah (laughs) we know spaceship earth looks like a ball of aluminum let's teach you (laughs) you about
0: aluminum (laughs) uh
1: there it would make sense i'm not really sure like claiming that aluminum was a, a material of tomorrow,
0: Tomorrowland. I could see where people would have gotten that though, right? You think so? For In 1955, I don't really know when the aluminum can was invented. I think it was like in the 40s, right before World War II. It's, okay. Doesn't that seem like when the can was invented? Listen to me not have, knowing any of this stuff. You're just making things up. I totally am. But like, it was pretty good for protecting food and for shipping it overseas and being able to have, be disposable and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I could see that people would love it for that. And yeah, because like the Cokes used to come in glass bottles until they came up with aluminum cans and then they're like, Look how great this is. So yeah. yeah. It was well, a great way to promote those originally, I would imagine.
1: I think if nothing else, this this conversation we're having is showing why they needed an aluminum hall of fame. Because and now all we have is Star Tours. We sound dumb <laughs> that is. because we don't
0: know enough about aluminum. <laughs> Next episode, plastic bags.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do, do you ever feel um, there was also something there that I thought you would find very interesting called uh, the brightest star in the world of metals? Oh, uh, obviously referring to aluminum. Okay. Uh, And it was a, like a giant aluminum art installation.
0: Oh, I do love all of this.
1: That was like a multi-pointed star that glowed. Okay. Apparently. I'm down for this. I didn't see any photos of this particular part, which is odd because I would think it would be pretty spectacular to see. Yeah. But I, then I remembered that in the fifties their, their videoing equipment probably couldn't handle low light situations right. very well, so you'd probably just end up with a black photo.
0: Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh,
1: so I'd be interested to see what this this brightest star what was what did I call it? The brightest star in the world of metals exhibit really was.
0: By the way, how is some DJ not on tour right now with the tour called The Brightest Star in the World of Metals, right? With like this, like their centerpiece of the tour. Like,
1: it sounds like a Burning Man it, It's very much,
0: yeah, totally down that way. Mm-hmm. So you're right, I'm when all we, about it.
1: You're right, when we go to Burning Man, our installation will be called The Brightest Star in the World of Metals.
0: Yes, I'm down for this. Yep, I can support that. And this this is why I would love the pavilion. This is totally would have been up my alley.
1: Okay. Um obviously it, it didn't last hmm. longer than the five years uh Kaiser uh, was on record as saying that they felt like Disney wasn't giving them enough attention. Hmm. Um, you have a whole Hall of Fame, how much more attention do you need? Yeah, for aluminum. For aluminum. Um so I guess Here's a question, just a kind of a general question. If, if Kaiser came in and said, we want to do an attraction again, we want Kaiser back in the parks. What kind of attraction would you do for aluminum in a Disney park?
0: Well, I don't know if aluminum is going to be used in anything that's cutting edge in the future. There's got to be things that they're using for it still for today. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, find out what all those things are and talk about all of those,
1: (laughs) Well, like I said, we obviously know very little about the history of aluminum just between the two of
0: us. Well, an aluminum really is, now listen to me go off on my tangent, it's really a really cool metal that it can be recycled multiple times. Yeah. You just can never destroy it. You just melt it down, which makes me feel so bad about ever throwing it in the garbage, you know? Sure. So, if everything in the world was made out of aluminum, it would be great, I would think, right? Like, they're even thinking, doing ways of now instead of bottled water it's aluminum can water you mm-hmm. know because it's more um, eco-friendly and you can reuse it multiple times so right. so i think that more things should be made out of aluminum
1: so do you think the attraction would be all made out of recycled aluminum then oh
0: see now we're talking oh this <laughs> would
1: totally be right up would you People. be willing to ride a recycled aluminum roller coaster right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have that much faith in it.
1: No, you don't.
0: Totally that much faith and this in is, it.
1: I mean, this goes to show that I don't know much about it because I don't know if they could make something like that out of aluminum because I have always think of aluminum as a very soft metal.
0: It is pretty soft. But maybe... But you're right. They do make it like two by fours out of it for commercial buildings and stuff. Right. Those yeah. are all made out of that. But those are just partition walls. They're not really structural as okay. much as far as I remember. But yeah, they don't carry loads very much. But yeah, this is very dad, very much a dad's pavilion, though, isn't it? Like it is a very dad pavilion. No, very few, very few mamas and very few kids want to go into this place. They're like, Dad, no, not again. Do
1: and we- the dad's, you know, pulling his socks up under his sandals and saying, "Come on, guys, <laughs> they have the aluminum pig in here. You love it. Come on in here."
0: <laughs> I would be that
1: dad. Well, yeah. and not to mention that you know you're hot and it's a it's a walk-through attraction with air conditioning yeah you know you look at uh at in florida now they have one man's dream yeah uh that is a walk-through about walt disney's life i love it um and while there are neat things in there Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people go in there just because it's an air-conditioned place where you're not expected to do anything for sure
0: yeah it's totally a give me a break
1: moment right so i think a an aluminum pavilion could end up being something like that, or it could be something really cool. Uh, so going off the brightest star in the world of metals, um, I think they should make it almost like a family photo slash Instagram attraction. Oh yeah. Where they have, um, a semi dark room with thousands of aluminum stars in it and then they shoot lights and lasers through the aluminum stars people would stand in there for hours
0: they totally would you know i call for bring back the kaiser aluminum our installation and this is where we let you know that this episode is sponsored by kaiser aluminum <laughs> no
1: <laughs> could you imagine
0: you know that today it would be like reynolds aluminum foil wrap or whatever it's called right
1: yeah but this was kaiser this was this was back when actual like not even consumer level companies would put advertising into parks that's funny like monsanto is not a, a consumer-level product, but they had a whole right? thing going on in Disneyland for a long time.
0: Monsanto owns Raid. Could you imagine if Raid was, you know, <laughs> like...
1: The Bugs Live show sponsored by Raid. Raid. <laughs> <laughs> Irony. I love it. Uh, but yeah, I think... This is something that Disney as a park and as a company has kind of moved away from for obvious reasons in some situations where they don't want to be beholden to other companies demanding that they promote their products. Right. Uh, I mean, they do it still, you know, Coke has a stranglehold on Disney constantly and whatnot, but specific pavilions um, being sponsored by companies is something that kind of fell out of vogue for Disney. Once they started becoming extremely profitable, they're like, we don't really need you to do this. It's nice. If you want to, they Um, still do
0: it a fair amount more than other parks do it though. I think
1: I'm trying to think of, there's a couple attractions in Florida that are sponsored by somebody. Um, the sad thing is, is that I don't know them off the top of my head. Yeah. Which kind of defeats the purpose, you know?
0: True. Um, so, you know. Chevy still sponsors uh, ra- racetrack, right? Or fast track? Test track. Test track. See, I can remember the Chevy part of it. <laughs> it's the ride part that I struggle with. And by the way, that's also part of the, the experience I love is the dealership. We don't even
1: go on the ride because the line is so long. We just go into the showroom and look I at the Look new at the pretty new car. And I have to pull you out of there like a child. It's a true story. We're not buying a Hummer. Get out of here. Uh, you know?
0: Oh, the new electric Hummer. Don't even get me started.
1: <laughs> but uh, I just think it's interesting. And I wonder if um, when you look at epcot i think is where we see most of the sponsored by stuff these days
0: right currently yeah.
1: because all of the pavilions the nation pavilions are sponsored by countries that's true which i think is really interesting uh it does demand a certain level of authenticity when you say the japan pavilion is sponsored by the country you know japan yeah so it's it demands a little bit of uh Of accuracy when it comes to that but i wonder with companies doing attractions based on themselves if it didn't turn into a little bit more of uh, propaganda than fact
0: very much so yeah i could see that being the case so that's probably why they got away from it i would say though they did bring back the aluminum hall of fame it would be fun to have a gift shop at the end where everything's made out of aluminum rather than plastic. Ooh. And every, so then you could have all the things. Cause you could obviously, like years ago, they started making Coke again in aluminum cans, right? Yeah. Do you remember that where they look like the glass bottles, but they're aluminum?
1: Oh, yeah. Do you yeah, remember yeah, what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah. Those yeah.
0: cool things. That would be super fun. Again, going back to that. But then all the other trinkets that you could get out of aluminum would be super cool. I'd be down for that.
1: I've seen really cool things. Like I've seen chain mail made out of uh can top pop yeah like you could make shirts out of it i don't know that it would be very comfortable but no you could probably make some form of fabric out of it but people love those kind of kitschy one-of-a-kind sort of things right um and i've seen artists uh, you know on online and stuff that do art out of cans that could be really cool to yeah. purchase also um
0: they have like aluminum cell phone cases that you could buy.
1: Oh, there you go. That'd be that would be cool. really cool.
0: I'd be down for that.
1: You could do a crossover with Marvel and do like Iron Man uh, aluminum phone cases. Oh, that would be fantastic. That would be super cool. I want one of
0: those right away.
1: What I really want though is I want them to bring back the uh, Kaiser aluminum pick because I just oh, of course I need an aluminum pick.
0: Yeah. So I wonder if they did have those for sale in there. Probably not. Right. Nah. I would. They need. So. They would this go round.
1: Yeah. I would buy myself a Kaiser aluminum pig.
0: (laughs) 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 We're we're looking it up online right
1: away immediately. So, you know, it may not, it may not be around still, Mm. but, uh, these sort of attractions that we kind of look at and scoff at now to think of how weird it would be to have in a park, uh, really helped move Disney forward in the entertainment business to the point that they've been able to get to now. Right. So we have to pay our respects to the Kaiser Aluminum Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, But it's like I always say, the next shirt that I make out of aluminum foil better end up in the Aluminum Hall of Fame. Follow my perfectly sculpted
0: two-fingered point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be
1: proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.